Hello everybody, welcome back to Fastgate Rewatch Season 2, Episode 9. Woo! Woo! I'm Carmel Hats and joining me is Red Nightmare. Hello! Hello everybody, and yeah, Episode 9 of Season 2. We're approaching halfway through Season 2. We're getting there. Ready? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's 22 episodes. We've got two more episodes to go before we're halfway through. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds more reasonable. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Everything is fine. I was going to say, that's fast. No, uh, that, okay, that sounds about right. Yeah, and I think so far it's been a little bit a little bit up and down, a bit yeah. hit and miss. Rocky. I'll say this about this week's episode. It is at least a fun episode, <laughs> if nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, let's, let's just... Shall let's, we just crack on? Yeah. I mean, we can recap where we are, which is that... Well, I mean... Basically, everyone has gone back to being on Moya after the end of season one, and really, it's just been them trying to survive, and there hasn't exactly. been much nothing... m- much movement on the main plot. We still haven't met up with Crace uh, and Talon yet, so it's yep. just been kind of episode after episode, thing of the week, you know, adventure mm-hmm. type stories, which have been really good, and some of them <laughs> the way we some weren't them, yes. crackers some of them don't matter have been really good some um, of them have been not so okay. great yeah uh, but let's talk about this episode so like we said this is episode 9 out of their minds and this is actually an episode that's been brewing since the beginning of season 1 this is one they wanted to do for a while of course yeah <laughs> makes total sense it does but so let's get into it so we start out with Moya goes on to, I guess, what can be best described as yellow alert. <laughs> it is like yellow lights sort of flashing about. And Crichton is kind of stumbling out of bed. He's just been woken up by this. Mm-hmm. He's like, what's going on? What's happening? And being targeted by an alien ship. They say, is it peacekeepers? or Nope, it's somebody else. And it's actually the Halosian ship, which looks yeah. actually the design of it. It's, it's like a flower. Yeah. Open, an open flower in some ways. The stem in the middle. Yeah. Four leaves to the side. Yeah, and it's uh, but it's powering up its weapons, targeting Moya. And Zan is over there trying to convince the Halosians not to fire. Mm-hmm. I should point out the Halosians, the aliens, oh, are that's... big vulture people. They They're... reminded me of uh, the Avon. From the Magic the Gathering Universe. Yeah. Also, <laughs> here's an interesting uh, fact. What they really look like is, if anyone's seen the Dark Crystal. Oh, right. The Skeksis. Right. Which was that looks way. Yeah. Which was also made by the Jim Henson Company, and that's not an accident. <laughs> Are what. they reusing the costume? No, they're not reusing it. Um, there's the director Ian Watson. He says that they weren't. Uh, a deliberate tribute. He says, "No, that wasn't on purpose." But Dave Elsie said, "Yeah, no, they they totally were." Like here's, here's a quote: it's "Like originally in the script, they were described as bird-like, and the first thing that jumped into my head were the Skeksis from the Dark Crystal." <laughs> and one of his best friends is a guy called uh, Lyle Conway, who designed the Skeksis, and also the part for Little Shop of Horrors. And <laughs> so it was nice. like, "Yeah, let's uh, let's just deliberately reference that." So yeah, that's they're sort of very tall with wings, and they actually kind of like un, almost look like undead vulture people. Yeah, like their there's, faces there's, kind of rotting away a bit. There's pieces missing in their faces and their claws. And, I'll be honest, like yeah. it's some pretty good design. I'm. 
it stood out a little bit as kind of hokey to me. Just it's only how they move. Yeah, it's how they, it's how they move. It's the fact that they're sort of exaggerated movements and wobbling mm-hmm. about. Um, but you know, <laughs> I, it I, works. It works, and I do always like when like the Farscape goes for the really out there aliens mm-hmm. now and then. So anyway, they're you know Zan's trying to convince them not to fire on. Uh, Moya, and I love this line from John. He says, "Did we send them the don't shoot us, we're pathetic' <laughs> message yet?" It's <laughs> the first thing we tried, John. <laughs> I love that from Dago because I was expecting it to be just like a like Crichton making a joke, but Dago's like, "No, we tried that; it didn't work." <laughs> <laughs> so they're trying to get the defense screen up. You have got Crichton and Chiana are in pilot's den, trying to work with that. And Dargo, you... Dargo and Chiana. Sorry, Dargo and Chiana in pilot's den. And you've got Aaron, Crichton, and Rigel up in command trying to get the defense screen up. I, mm-hmm. I love that they're using the defense screen more because, yeah. you know... Finally. Yeah. <laughs> Just a few episodes ago, however long it was, where they remembered they had it. Like, pan <laughs> over to that side of the room that we never see. Oh, it's been there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so they're trying to get it working, and they don't manage to get it fully powered because Zan isn't able to convince the Halogians not to fire. They yeah. fire. But they throw this shield up anyway, which is... It, it's partially power, but it's probably the best they can do. It's like 60%. Yeah, 62%. Shields at, shields at 62%, Captain. And they do that, and wham! It get, Moya gets hit. Yeah, it, but it bounces off, leaving no permanent damage, aside from... Aside from everybody switches bodies. It's the body <laughs> switch episode! Yeah! Woo! Body swap episode. Yeah. Body swap episode. This is, this is one of those other tropes that yeah. shows up in TVs a lot, where, pe- oh, where yeah. one or more characters swap bodies. I definitely remember seeing one from I think Stargate. Definitely did it. SG1. Yeah. Stargate had we one. Had uh, Jack and uh, Teal switch bodies. That was fun. And there's probably a whole bunch of others. That's the first one that springs to mind. But yeah, it's definitely a thing that's uh, been done before, and now Fastgate gets to do it. I'm yep. excited. Like we, we really like all the characters, so this should be fun. Yes. <laughs> but actually, a little bit of plot as well, because the reason that they're firing on Moya is not because Moya fired on them or anything. They no. think it's because Talon actually fired on them. And Zan says, "Look, we had nothing to do with Talon. We are unarmed." Yeah. At which point, the Halosian who is lying there pretending to be hurt is like, "Oh, in that case, stands up. Let's let's do this then." <laughs> yep. But yeah, everybody has switched bodies. Uh, we've got... So at first glance we have... Because we see uh, Crichton, Aaron, Aaron and, and Rigel. Yeah. We see the effect for everybody, but then the scene we actually get the reaction from is those three. And mm-hmm. so what we have right now, we've got Crichton in Aaron's body, Aaron in Rigel's body, and Rigel's in Crichton's body. Oh, and that's when we go to titles of like the... Oh God, what's happening? <laughs> like... What am I doing in this body? <laughs> I almost wish they'd have had Claudia Black do the redo the voiceover for the titles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been awesome! But, like I, that's such a <laughs> that, that would have been so good. They'd only have to take her into the recording studio for it. Didn't even have to be that amazing. No, like, just to, for to... one episode, you can get by with it. <laughs> All right, so... God, why didn't they do that? (laughs) That would have been sweet, but we just have, like, the normal intro. It's fine. And we come back, and, yeah, they're still confused about what's been happening. So not only do we have those three switched, we also have Dargo switched into Pilot, Mm -hmm. Pilot switched into Chiana, 
and Chiana switching to Dargo. So everybody's all mixed up. Yeah, and we get we we learn this because at the start of this episode, the voices are slightly overlaid. So when yeah, uh, the moment after they switch, the... Rigel talks through Crichton's mouth. You hear both voices, or mostly Crichton's voice with Rigel's voice overlaid on it, very gently on top. Yeah, of it. and that only lasts for a, a scene or two, just Five just to, to give you the to really hammer home like the who's in whose body. Who? After that, it's just the actors doing the, their voices, yeah. but they do actually change their performances quite yes. significantly. That's why I love these episodes because mm. one, the actors get to just play around with other people's characters. They get to have fun, yeah, and. Also because it's like, okay, let's see how this actor interprets this character and how, mm. what, how that changes. Because uh, tiny things like Aaron, uh, Claudia Black, does a slightly more American accent yep. on yep. this. Especially slightly more Southern. And that's just, it's so weird to hear, and hear her do that. And immediately after they switch, um, Aaron is sort of holding, like biting her thumb a little bit and sort of looking around nervously. Kind of like, exactly like Crichton would be mm -hmm. doing. And uh, this is another kind of small thing, but when Rigel switches into Crichton, he immediately falls to the floor yeah. because he doesn't know how to use his legs. Because he's not used to standing right now. Yeah. <laughs> but also, it, it's worse for the the other three because, well, it's Dargo switched into pilot. Yeah. And he has no idea what's going on or how to control Moya or anything. Your experiences may vary heavily in those cases. Yeah. Being pilot, turns out, that's slightly different from being anybody else. Yeah, and pilot is in Chiana's body and is just coming to as as Dargo is trying to figure out, like, wake, wake up, I need your help. I need your help, pilot. I, I love what Danny Tupu does with his voice. Yeah, it's just, it goes properly just uh, gruff and like, yeah. I need you to get up. And uh, Chiana, well, sorry. This is going to get confusing. <laughs> yeah, this is going to get confusing. But Pilot is sort of just waking up, and everybody's really confused, obviously. And yeah. he says, "Well, then, where am I? What's going on?" And What's looks going? at <laughs> says, Dargo. Was that you in Pilot's body? And then looks at Dargo. And says, "Who's that?" And he's sort of standing with legs apart and like head back, bobbing Swaying. back and forth, exactly and like, like Chiana. Yes. And yes. he goes, "I'm Chiana. I'm just." Good. Anthony like, Simcoe is great. Yeah, I'm sorry, Anthony like, knocks this one out of the park. He really does. And so, yeah, <laughs> already this is getting pretty silly. Uh, so good. <laughs> but, so good. Most of these actors are really good at playing each other's characters. Oh, yeah. And so Pilot explains what to do. He says, you know, listen to... The the problem is there's too many sounds for mm -hmm. um, Dargo to interpret. So he says, behind all of those, there should be a high-pitched noise... And I often see it as like a red line or some uh, red color. And just focus on that and forget everything else. That's the life support yeah. systems. Arr. And then I'll ha then hang everything else off that. Other funny things is that, one, Pilot can't move his legs. Yeah. <laughs> Not makes sense because he doesn't have any. Yep. Also, I don't know if you noticed, but aside from the fact that, his, that Gigi actually has a completely far more serene and soft voice... Mm -hmm. Also, she's holding her hands like uh, oh. thumb uh, she, uh, folded in the pinky and the ring finger, and the middle finger and index finger are 
together like the claws. Is it holding them like claws? I did not notice that. No, that's actually right. really cool. The arms are also in a, a weird angle, but that, that's something I noticed. Very tiny, very minor. <laughs> you only see it if you pay attention, but it's like, yeah, of course, because this is the only way that he realizes how to <laughs> operate appendages. He's not used to five fingers. Yeah. And so with the, uh, with the other three, Rigel thinks it's all a dream. He's like, no, oh, I'll wake up in my... I'll wake up in my bed, bed chambers. I'm surrounded by my concubines. Ben Browder, as Rigel. So good. No, I'll wake up in my... Might be my favorite performance out of this I'm... whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just really does that sort of... He basically kind of turns into a... Uh, grumpy upper class British accent, English yeah, accent. Pretty close to Rigel, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what Rigel is. I think actually um, from the background info that uh, Jonathan Hardy, who does uh, Rigel's voice, he joked that uh, it sounded a bit like uh, Sir John Gielgud, <laughs> the actor. Uh, but, oh, nice. but yeah, he thinks it's all a dream. So Crichton, who's in Aaron's body right now, just whacks his head on the table. It's like, no, you're not dreaming. <laughs> and he says, and then he realizes, it's the Three Stooges. I'm hitting myself on the phone. God damn it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So much fun to hear Aaron doing, uh, Claudia Black doing the references. <laughs> yeah. But then Rigel, once he's convinced that it's already happening, he really wants his body back. Because he goes after Aaron, who's in Rigel's in his body. It's like, I want my body back. Give it back to me. The thing that Rigel, the, uh, the actor for Rigel does is he plays it quite soft. Mm. Which I'm not entirely sure if that would be Erin in this case, but I think it is the most recognizable trait of her. Yeah. It, while she's calm, that's, that's about what she sounds like. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, that's less of... I don't know how you would do an exaggerate... Cause in order, you kind they're kind of doing everybody's kind of doing to some extent a caricature of the other characters. I yeah. think less so for uh, Gigi Edgeley playing Pilot in Chiana's body because that's actually fairly straightforward. Yeah, that's fairly you know uh, accurate. <laughs> but like Anthony Simcoe is really hamming up Chiana's mannerisms. I mean, Chiana is already if... pretty freaking ham, so I yeah. don't think we'll go I... over that. <laughs> okay, so Chiana normally stands with her legs pretty like. Fairly wide apart, like in and with her arms back and sort of bobbing head to forth. Basically, mm-hmm. Anthony Simcoe decides that he needs to stand with his legs about five feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> like it's okay, really. I don't, think it, I don't think it was that. Yeah, bad, but, but yeah, okay. I, I, yeah. I get what you mean. But I, I'm trying to think how you would do an exaggerated Aaron. I'm not sure. It's it, hard. It's 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 what more tricky to do because she does. She's a more nuanced character, I think. Yes, absolutely. She doesn't have like the overt like character ticks effectively no. like character ticks so yeah i can see why that's a little little tricky but yeah we also cut back to zan on the halogen ship talking to the commander who's called tack as far as mm. we can tell there's only two of them on there <laughs> yeah apparently the rest all died when mm. uh talon attacked them yeah and tack says you lied not def- not defenseless have defense shield why have defense shield they talk kind of in like a very simplified mm-hmm. uh, way said, so why have defense shield if not have weapon? It's like, we got that from this old wreck. We salvaged it. Also, I, that, come on, even if you don't have weapons, it'd yeah. be silly to not have some kind of defense. I was going to say, just like you don't have weapons. 
Doesn't mean we did, we like getting shot at. Yeah. Right? We'll take a defense screen. Hmm. But then they pulls down like a, a screen. Also, yeah, let's just talk about quickly the design of the Halogen ship. It's all... I don't know how to best to describe it, but it's... Uh, it's... What is it? It's it's like blue and purple and... There's not very much to it, actually. It's kind of a bit grody, a bit weird looking. Mm -hmm. And it seems to have a lot of organic looking technology in it but it's yeah, actually it's... fairly bare so they pull this thing down that is like a looks like a really bundle of twigs and sticks around the outside with a screen in the middle somehow mm -hmm. <laughs> um, space magic yeah and it shows talon attacking them yeah doing some nice salvos yeah like, just oh boy drops in fires guns and then leaves guns been uh, been evolving been growing Ugh. yeah yeah. And it says it will take three arms to charge their cannon again, and when they do, they're going to fire on Moya. And yeah. Zan is just pleading with him. It's like, you know, we have no weapons. We're peaceful. I'll show you. You know, come aboard. I'll show you. And they don't, they're not convinced at all. Yeah. So back in Pilot's Den, everybody's in Pilot's Den now. Everybody's crowded around <laughs> the console. <laughs> it actually opens with fla uh, photo flash on Rigel's oh, face. Oh, yeah, close up of Rigel. in it. And uh, what actually is happening, we've suddenly discovered that the DRDs are also Polaroid cameras. Because <laughs> <laughs> it prints out a picture of uh, Rigel's face and then hangs that on Crichton's neck, or Crichton's body. You, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, everybody has a picture of who is, is inside, inside them. them. That, that, that sentence construction is weird, but... <laughs> It's it's how it works. That's what it is, yeah. Who they who they really are on the inside, I guess. Yeah, sure. We'll, we'll go with that. So you've got you know Dargo with a picture of Chiana, Chiana with a picture of Pilot. You get the idea. Yeah, it's like I like Rachel's like. Is this really necessary? <laughs> it's like, no, you can't. You remember who we are? He's like, no. And if I want, if we're gonna do this, I have to know who I'm talking to. Says John in Aaron's body. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, th I think we should go something like John Aaron or, or something like that. <laughs> right, John. And it's the person, the person, uh, the uh, as the first one, and the body as the second. Yeah. Also, Chiana is now. No, also, no. God damn it. Also, <laughs> I immediately screwed that up. Also, Pilot is now sitting up on on the desk, effectively. Yeah, in Chiana's body. In Chiana's body. Yeah. And so you know, advising Dargo how to monitor all the systems and do all that <laughs> stuff. So, then they're asking Pilot, you know, what do you remember before you were cut off from Moya? Because he actually kind of freaked out a bit about being cut off from Moya. And says, what do you remember? He says, okay, well, Zan docked with the Halogen vessel. The defense screen was damaged by the shot and it needs to be mm -hmm. repaired. And so why did we all switch? And it's like, well, well, we don't know. The defense screen wasn't fully powered. It's 62%. We need to power it up again. And... You know, just in case, happening. Yeah, just in case they fire on us uh, one more time. So we need to get to work. So that so off goes Crichton and Aaron to go and fix it. <laughs> so the bodies of Aaron and Rigel leave. Yeah. <laughs> also, at some point in this scene, while uh, John Aaron is talking to uh, the rest of the group, you can see Rigel John... Mm. At the side, stuffing okay. his fingers in his nose. This like, is like, how does this bother <laughs> you? can clearly see that John's looking over, like, I don't want to do anything about it, but God damn it, stop doing that with my body. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, and so, okay, they're going to have to go and try and fix the 
defense screen, get it to work, and they need to reroute the power, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they have to go down to the, just go down to the power conduits and fix it. Mm-hmm. And so they off they go. And I don't know, have we seen this shot before? I don't think we have. No, I actually had it in my notes. I have this in my notes. At yeah, the end, well. the camera pans down and we see what's below the pit of um, yeah. Pilot's Den. And it goes really far down. It's really deep. Yeah, and there's all, all kinds of clusters of things. It's hard to, it's hard to describe. It's basically, it's, uh, there's, a, there's a big central uh, fluted column. I guess mm-hmm. that also comes out in points at, at parts. It's sort of like, uh, if you imagine like a, a, a fluted mace, maybe something from like a yeah. <laughs> Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like several of those stacked on top of each other going right the way down. And there are several uh, platforms around it at different levels. And then around the edge of that, is basically the wall is covered with those types of pillars, and yeah. it's all in the sort yeah. of copper brass kind of colours as Moya. It's and it's really far down. It goes just, like oh, it's it just keeps going and going, and very very deep. It's a really cool shot, and I was like, oh wait, have we seen this before? No, and no, we haven't. The reason being that I this is a shot I remember from having seen Farscape previously. And mm-hmm. so this is a shot we will see more of. I, I assume so. It's, yeah. It seems quite costly in uh, CGI that they <laughs> used for just this episode. No, but uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool and gives you a proper sense of scale of Moya. Because we've seen Moya from the outside, but from the inside it seems to be corridors and fairly small rooms. So it can be a little hard to judge. Mm-hmm. And then you look at this and you're like, oh no, that goes way, way down. Because it's big. Yeah, the ship is big. It is, and it's but it's a really cool shot. That's yeah. We both had that in our notes. So there mm-hmm. you go. But yeah, back on the Halogen ship, Tack has actually agreed to go over to Moya to see that it has no weapons. Yeah, and it's like oh, I'll come with you. It's like no, you stay here just in case you know you get things. Yeah, you know, so just you try something funny. Pretty smart. Just leave Zan there. If they try anything to take out Tack, Zan just dies. So then Zang gets on the comms to Moya, and so Dargo is being instructed by Pilot how to operate everything. So, oh, I'm, I'm getting a call from Dan. How do I... It's like, how do I pick up? <laughs> I don't... Uh, new body, who dis? <laughs> I don't understand. It's like, okay, just put it on open comms. He comes over and she explains what's happening. So we're gonna she's, a- she's actually annoyed that it takes Pilot so long to pick up. He's like, Pilot, Pilot, what? why aren't you answering? He's like, I, I'm here, Dan. I'm here, son. <laughs> Talk. And, yeah, so Zan explains that the uh, Halogen is coming over and you just have to show him around, convince him there's no weapons. And he's like, hmm, okay, but if he just tries anything, well, the first sign, I'll kill him. And he's like, and she's like, pilot, what's come over you? It's like, I'm uh, fine. I'm fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. So they're coming over. Convince them they've got no weapons. We'll be fine. They won't fire. Everything will be okay. Except fine. then pilot stops, starts feeling very unwell. Yeah. Inside Chian's body. And actually, actually collapses and starts foaming at the mouth. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> And, nice detail. I don't something. know if you noticed this, but as this is happening, there's also sparks happening in the back of Pilot's Den. There's shaking. Mm. Like, e- despite the physical connection being severed, I th- think Moya can still feel a little bit of Pilot? I think what that might be is... I would figure that that's actually 
due to Dargo freaking out. That might also be the case. And yeah, losing a bit of the control that he'd been able to mm -hmm. build up because he's freaking out over over that happening. Yeah. But it looks like Chiana's body is re rejecting Pilot. Yeah, which something like that. Okay, so described this, it, but okay. This, yeah, this they don't really explain why, but we do know that Pilot and pilots in general. I mean, they, for example, their language is so incredibly dense and complex, right? Mm -hmm. And they have to be incredibly intelligent to do all of that. So there's all of this stuff going into Chiana's body. It may be the case that it's too much for her brain to handle. I think it's something like that. Yeah. I, was, I was expecting actually to, after this switch, to have Pilot feeling like a lot dumber than he usually is. Yeah, but it, it but actually it, it, it all that information has been crammed in there, and it's just not fitting. It's overloading her brain effectively. But yeah. it doesn't. I mean, that's. I I feel like that's what was intended, but it doesn't get uh, brought up or explained in the episode. No. It doesn't get across quite as well as I think they could. Yeah, have. I think just a line along something along the lines of there's too much information for Chiana's brain to process, or something like that. Like yeah. very quick, but or just like this uh, or. Pilot himself noticing, like, this body doesn't seem to be, isn't keeping up with me. Yeah, he does say, you know, I think this body, later on, obviously, well, it gets better later on, then says, Chiana's body's rejecting me, but doesn't say why. Yeah. But anyway, that, I feel like that's, I feel like it's pretty clear that's why, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would have been nice just to have a quick line about that, just to, you know, make that crystal clear. Yeah. Anyway, so, Rigel, Aaron, Chiana, and Crichton have gone to meet Tack. Uh, because for some reason, Tack is expecting to see Crichton. I didn't get that one either. I, I like it was clearly something Zant had said to him off screen, but mm -hmm. it would have been good if, again, it would have been nice if she'd said, you know, ask for Crichton, he'll show you around. Yeah, I mean that that one makes sense. What I don't get is why they don't just let Aaron, uh, yes. John, Aaron do it because <laughs> they don't, they don't know who has what name. They don't know. <laughs> oh well. So the four of them. Are waiting at the uh, hangar bay. <laughs> so you've got. So let, let's just to recap, we've got Rigel in Crichton's body, got Crichton yeah. in Aaron's body, we got Dargo in Chiana's body, and we got Aaron in Rigel's body. Yeah. And so they're, and all... they're standing there. Uh, Chiana, Dargo with the gun. Rigel's like, oh, 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 oh. oh. Um, <laughs> and he, he puts his hand in his trousers and like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Crichton's like, I, I, are you okay? What what's happening is, to my body? Is my body okay? <laughs> It's like, no, 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 it's, it's fine. I, I think I have to. And he leans in. It's like, I have to pee. <laughs> what? No. And that, they, they, wait, that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's Rachel. <laughs> what? Now? It's like, what, now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> says, yes, now, now. Yes, definitely now. Uh, yeah, and Dargo says, oh, damn it. Chiana Dargo. says, you can't go now. You have to hold it. It's, it's weird hearing Anthony Simco do the high-pitched voice. It worked so well. It's great, though. Um, <laughs> so it says, um, well, uh, okay. It says, so go, basically, they say, go in the corner. He yeah. goes off to the corner, stands there, it's like... <laughs> so, Crichton, you're, you're going to have to help. How does this work? <laughs> it's like, oh, for God's sake. Okay, unzip. He's like, oh, yes, yes. Yes, unzip. okay. Uh, Take it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> point it like a gun. And shoot. Uh -huh. It's like, over oh, here. Got, yeah, gotcha. And turns around. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, that's, and this is about when Tack actually arrives and comes mm -hmm. in. And it's just like, ah, where is one called Crichton? I thought 
He would be here, and you just hear from the side. Just, you, well, it cuts over to uh, Rigel. <laughs> Trying to just go, by the Hynerian gods, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's so it's so fucking funny. It's so and it's like, and he's like, okay, done. And then zips oh, it up. Oh, and it's like, oh, oh, oh yeah. You can see John and Aaron's body be like, fuck. I felt that. That's... Like, listen, any uh-huh. guys watching that, where uh-huh. it goes zip and gets caught, I defy anybody, <laughs> any guy to watch that and not wince a little bit. Just to be like, oh, 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 no. no. I had a little bit, most mostly verbally. It's like ah, oh, it's like, ha, mm, yeah, oh. <laughs> ow. So yeah, oh. oh god. Okay, and then they say to search tack, and it says, you know, I'm unarmed, not worry. And <laughs> Chiana says, turn around, and spread your feathers, big guy. <laughs> she gets down. A very uh, Chiana-like line. Yeah, it's great. Oh god, even like. So far, this episode is a ton of fun. It's oh, great. It's, I'm laughing my ass. I laugh my ass off at this it's one. So good. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just right peeing in the maintenance. So just <laughs> peeing so there. Good. It's so good. Van Browder plays him so well. Yep. So well. Uh, all right. So we go back to see uh, Pilot and Dargo and says, you know, you have to stay calm, and you'll be fine. You're doing great. And he's actually getting more control. It's getting easier. Yeah, and I love this because Dargo says to Ooh, Pilot, yeah. like, it's getting easier. And, uh, and that he says that he realizes how insignificant his life is compared to Pilot's. Because he has all these other senses because he's tied into Moya. He's experiencing all of this. He's accessing memory banks from Moya. Yeah. And so he's saying, you know, you have memories of stars being born and all these amazing things and I feel so insignificant. Yeah, because my memories are only about my wife, my son. Yeah. Simple things like that. Also, by the way, Pilot got better. Yeah, 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 this is Pilot's recovery. As long as he stays calm, he's fine for now. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. But Pilot says, no, 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 no. It's you who has the uh, more important memories. You have things like love and friendship and I don't have any of that. I'm like, what do you think this thing you have with Aaron is? I don't know. I was, I was a little bit... It's like friendship, buddy. I was a little bit... Uh, it was a mixture between, like, that seems like a bit of a slip-up of writing. But then thinking about it, it's like, actually, I kind of... Well, let's say that that's not... He like, means it. Yeah, he that's what he means, means it. it. Which makes me feel sad. Because it's like, yeah. no, Pilot. No, you are... You do have friends. They do care about you. I mean, no, Aaron, dude, it's a, they like you. <laughs> at least Aaron and Crichton are your friend, yeah. because those, those two didn't try to chop your freaking arm off. We had a whole episode about this. Remember, yeah. like, the, the way we weren't? Like, that was... I I still feel I feel kind of I, sad for him, because he feels like he doesn't have any friends. Because I, think, he, cause I think that he thinks they hate him after the way they weren't. No. They you weren't. make me sad. <laughs> you make me sad, sir. You make Stop. me sad, sir, Knight. <laughs> So that's it. It makes double sense for this scene to be. But I'm like, no, 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 no. You're seeing this wrong, pilot. You do have friends. Yeah, uh, w- at least one. Yeah, I would have liked. I would have liked uh, Dargo to say, you know, hey, you have us or something. Just, yeah. just, just to make him feel better. Yeah, I, I agree, but pilot. it's not something Dargo would say. Uh, yeah, because that's he, true. He probably wouldn't mean it. I'm sorry. Uh, 
Dargo I don't know. I think yet. I think Dargo is actually growing into that role of being not just you know the guy True. in charge. He's actually you know more of they're more of a fam. They're turning into more of a family now. And really. he was also encouraging at the point where they grafted Pilot back naturally. Yeah, Dargo yeah, said, exactly. Like, no, you deserve to be to be bonded to Moya naturally. Yeah. Anyway, it's a little bit like no, you totally do have friends, pilot. Come on, mm-hmm. everybody. They yeah. <laughs> I like that scene because it gives a perspective on mm. the uh, each other, how they look at each other, and walking a mile in each in someone else's shoes. Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very literally. So we go back to the halogen ship, and by the way, actually, I don't, I didn't actually mention this. And um, for all of the scenes, apart all of the scenes with Zan. On the halogen ship, she's actually kind of chained to the wall. Yeah, she's got yeah, a she's manacle around with one manacle on one hand. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I actually feel I should have mentioned that before, but she's not there by not staying there by choice. Um, oh, definitely not. And so we cut back. She's actually praying. She's doing her usual sort of uh, Delvian chanting, and the other uh, halogen, who is actually called—I don't know where we get her name, but. Anyway, referred to as Yoz. We'll call it Yoz because that's her name in the script and the synopsis, all that stuff. Cool. Um, but she says, I believe, believe you that Moya harmless. And it's like, oh, that that's good. And so then she shows a video of Crace. So Crace, come, apparently when they turned up, he was went over the comms and said, we travel in peace. We don't want to harm you. Uh, but then the Halosians fire on Crace, and then Talon is like, oh, no, okay, all bets are off. Let's uh, defend ourselves. I, yeah. I like, actually, that that it starts with Crace being like, look, we travel in peace, we know, mean you no harm, please. And then Talon's lights start beeping, and apparently and, and um, Crace is like, oh, uh, our weapons have been turned on because your weapons have been turned on. Please stand down. We mean you no harm. Yeah. Then they fire, and then Crace is like, fine, fire back. <laughs> Actually, the arming of the weapons is Talon being like, uh, I'm sensing what? armed weapons, screw this. Battle stations. I'm at least grabbing my guns. The Halosian shot first. God damn it. Let's <laughs> wait for the special edition in which Talon shot first. <laughs> it's, it's the one where, where actually a Halosian ship has been did its <laughs> Moves slightly to the left. To the left. <laughs> really badly done. <laughs> Oh god, I've seen oh, videos so like, what the f- <laughs> why? So, oh, okay, let's not get right, into okay. that. Let's not <laughs> Sorry, get into that. I just love that. the idea of like, the ship just really crappily moving to the left. I, have, you, have you seen the one yeah, that I have, I have seen. shot it's, first? It's so bad. <laughs> I love that one so much. It's like, Elderon shoots. <laughs> the Death Star oh, so moves oh, to the side Elderon. and shoots back yeah. and destroys Elderon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all right, okay. <laughs> Before we get completely derailed. All right. Too late. <laughs> yeah, too late now. <laughs> so, okay, but what's going on is like, okay, Krace defended himself, but Talon left them alive, didn't completely destroy them. Mm-hmm. And the reason being that TAC, like, it's the code of the Halosian people, we find mm-hmm. out that basically he, to evolve, they say, which I think just means to... Rise up the ranks, basically. Yeah. I, I do like that they use that word for it. Yeah, but what he has to do is get a certain number of confirmed hostile kills, mm-hmm. and he's basically trying to cheat his way into it by attacking 
the ship first, attacking Talon first. I, I didn't even know it had to be hostile ships. It was like, oh, just bag a bunch. Yeah, I have over 300 confirmed kills. civilians. <laughs> so I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> so yeah, he, he's basically, yeah, we'll just blow up anybody to uh, get further up in the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. So Zan's like, well, no, it actually gives us something they can use. Well, there, at least some reassurance that Talon didn't actually just turn up and yeah. start shooting. That's reassuring. The fact that they know that Tech will probably shoot them no matter what <laughs> is slightly less reassuring. That is true. So, uh, back on Moya, Crichton and Aaron, thinking about this, <laughs> they, they've you know, been down in the uh, guts of Moya and they've fixed the defense screen. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, sorry, it's just uh, Crichton at this point, and it's fixed the defense screen. There's nobody else around. Yeah. Yeah, this is... <laughs> Okay, I have this. This in my notes is written down as John has some fun. <laughs> Come on, like that's okay. So John, in Aaron's body, he's like, "All right, uh, job done." Looks around, <laughs> looks down. <laughs> oh god, I, yeah, looks down. Notices Aaron's chest. <laughs> Yes. Uh, opens her jacket. jacket and just looks down, laughs about it, and then <laughs> see a shot from behind of him just shaking back and forth. <laughs> you even hear it. Just like you hear the you hear the noise. It's so dumb. It's like and I'm like Jesus, y'all respect some privacy. And almost immediately. Chiana Dargo comes in from behind and is just watching this. Not um, the only person that comes in behind. Oh, yeah. Also. Aaron Rigel as well. <laughs> and um, Crichton doesn't notice, so he just keeps doing it. And then, oh, God, it doesn't stop there, though, because then he just takes his hand and starts feeling around uh, there, there and just goes, oh, oh, oh and is clearly enjoying himself a lot. <laughs> Oh, like wow. this is why you put an 18 rating on your movie. Yeah, well, we don't actually see like we don't no, actually see true. any kind of like we didn't see anything. Or anything. But no, it's like, implied. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Boundary issues, John. Boundary oh, issues. Yeah. And so the both the <laughs> both Gianna and Aaron are just staring at. at it's like. Are you quite finished? And turns around, like pulls the jacket close. It's like, oh come on, give me a break! And is they were right there. <laughs> they're there, okay. And he's been there for hours. And uh, Aaron, <laughs> Aaron Rachel says, it's like, "You are mentally damaged." It's like, no, I'm a guy. They're there. I'm a guy. <laughs> That's like, his defense. You're mentally damaged. You're a guy. These are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> I just also, they might mean the same thing. I'm not entirely sure yet. <laughs> I think in Crichton's case it's a little of both. <laughs> yeah, little column A, little column B. But, but yeah, his only defense is I'm a guy. What and he actually says like guys dream about this sort of thing. It's very like a typical yeah. kind of it's like a stereotypical thing. Yeah. That is not necessarily true, but it's his, it's how he tries to defend himself. <laughs> like, like I look like Aaron Reichel sort of following her response like if you enjoy yourself any more in that body, I'm going to break both your legs, and I don't care; those are mine. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <clears throat> and um, 
<laughs> uh, yeah, so then Chiana Dugga says, uh, right, well, anyway, uh, Bridal is showing uh, attack around, and he's going to be moving through here, so you need to clear out, so clear out. That's what they came there to tell, tell him, and unless you need some more time alone. <laughs> and I do like John's rebuttals, like, oh, come on, give me a break. Like, what, I don't know what you've been up to in that body. It was probably not that great. Well, yeah, I think the line is like, God, who, God knows what you've been up to in that yeah. body. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, loving Gianna? Fair point. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, then we see Rigel Crichton showing Tack around. And it actually, he's walking around with, like, his hands sort of clasped together up about up halfway up his chest. It's like, yes, yes, everything's fine, see? No yeah. weapons, no weapons. No weapons. <laughs> it's a, a travesty. But, like, in my day, we'd have, uh, I'd have a, 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 a cannons on every ship of my fleet. <laughs> He's also got Aaron uh, Rigel floating around with him. Yeah. So it's like, uh, Rigel, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making friendly conversation. Just conversation. And he says, oh, there you go. See, everything's fine. No weapons. We can all be friends. Everything's fine. Hey, you can put me back into my body, right? Actually, he leans in to, yeah, because actually uh, gets rid of Aaron. Right, and says, I think we're making good friends here, so you don't need to be here. So uh, off you go. Yeah, buzz off. <laughs> actually, and then she's like, well, wait a minute. What are you up to? Like, I don't need to hear this, own, this sort of thing from my own body. Get out of here. <laughs> And yeah, then he leans into attack and says, Right, well, since we're all friends here, you can give me my body back. Ah. It's like every film will be put into order. And then he says, uh, Yes, Kent, when we get back to a ship, see what I can do. So where they are right now, by the way, they're in uh, Moya's neural nexus. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like the hub for all the connections around the ship. And um, they're about to make the way back out of there and show him off and says, come on, actually, come come and have some food. We're fully stocked for the first time in ages. Yeah, keep for barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't mention it, but I'm like, no, no, he that's says one a of couple the things of other, A couple of other things, so they must have got some more provisions. Mm -hmm. um, but then he says, oh, but then Tack's like, oh, not feel well, and just vomits. Yeah, he just vomits some sort of red goo like, and into just... Just and on the ground. Oh. I love Rigel's response to this, which is, oh, as, he, uh, as uh, Tech apologizes, like, oh, it's quite all right, we do that here all the time. I peed in the mid this bay just earlier. <laughs> oh, classy, classy ship, isn't it? <laughs> uh, all right, so then uh, <laughs> Tech returns to his ship, and uh, he asks Zan, like, your friends, they say something about switching back. What do they mean? So I, clearly, like, he doesn't know what's... No, he has no idea what's going on. So it was not obviously not intentional that that happened. And Zan doesn't know either, because she's been on the Helosian ship the whole time. Mm -hmm. And says, hmm, yes, you have no weapons. But me to destroy you anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> and so Zan is really trying to convince Yoz to remove him. Um, she says, wait, okay, your code, if your superior uh, fails, can you replace him? And then you can get to evolve. Cause, she, since he failed, yeah. failed to destroy more the first time. And like, she's like, yeah, that makes that, that's doable, but I'm going to wait. Let's see if he manages to kill them this time. Yeah, and if not, then we do that. Yeah. And then... <laughs> we find out that the thing that Tech was barfing... Oh, yeah, it actually, it actually starts moving. Yeah, it starts crawling up 
up the, the conduit. Yeah, and like stuff sparking. starts sparking. Yeah, it's it's clearly that was no accident. No. And uh, <laughs> then actually we get a okay, we get a scene with Rigel Crichton and Tiana Dargo. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, okay. See, the system works. Yeah, it does work, but. Uh, Okay. Oh, this must have been such a fun scene to record for those two. <laughs> so here's what happens. They're, they're walking down the corridor and uh, Chiana Doe corners uh, Rigel Crichton. And she says, I want to get off the ship. And uh, I need somebody to come with me. And he's like, I'm not coming along with you. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's like, uh, and, and then, well, she grabs him by the crotch. And I'm like, oh, oh normally you'd have to touch my eyebrows. <laughs> Make me do that. <laughs> it's like, you know, I could do a lot. We could do a lot with these bodies kind of thing. And it's like, and it's like don't you want your body back? I was like, I'd rather be alive in this body than dead in my own. You know, uh -huh. we should get out of here. And I want you to come with me. Because you're in John's body. Remember that this is Dargo. Dargo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Anthony Simcoe and Ben Browder doing this scene. Like, he's, like, Chana is basically coming on to Rigel in Crichton's body and like feeling him up and trying to convince him. So you've got Anthony Simcoe and Ben Browder getting really close and doing yeah, yeah, all yeah, yeah. that. Like I said, this must have been a great scene to record. <laughs> yeah. But Rydell's insistent that he wants his body back because this body is so white and useless. And he says it only lasts another 40 cycles and his yeah. body will last hundreds more. Mm -hmm. And I also like that he says only a Hynerian can dispose of my, have my brother executed and be returned to the throne. And that's the only reason I'm still alive. I'm like, oh! Well, it's not, the, actually, it's an important distinction. It doesn't say that the only reason I'm still alive. What he, what he actually says is, it's the only reason I live. Like, that's what keeps him going. Yeah, that's the only thing. And I like that, because, like, we learn why, what, what his central motivation is. Yeah. Not just, now, not just it's greed. No. It's not completely selfish. It's just that everything he does is towards that goal. It's just mostly selfish. And also, uh, he, Jana tries to pull him away, and he grabs hold of the wall. And when he explains that, and she's like, "Okay," she, the way she lets go of his arm, hmm. very well acted by Anthony Simcoe, because that's exactly how she do that. She just tosses it away. Yeah. And it, he it falls back to his chest, and it's like the way. The sweeping motion with which mm, she does that mm. is like, that's exactly how Chiana would have yeah. done that. Very yeah. good acting from Anthony Simcoe there. But that whole um, scene is just that... Really <laughs> it's just that that's what these kind of episodes can do, is to let you do stuff that you wouldn't normally see. Like a, a basically a very sexual scene between... Two men. Dar Dar well, between Dargo and Crichton. Really, Chiana and Rigel, which is a double extra layer of confusing... <laughs> It's like weird. It's 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 just weird to see those it's two weird. characters doing that, but it's uh, really funny as well. Yeah, it's it's great to watch. So Crichton and Aaron come along. So Crichton, Aaron, and uh, Aaron Rigel come along. It's yeah. like okay, something's gone horribly wrong. The defense screen's not working. There's something wrong with Moya. And so what happened? What did Tack do when he was here? I so didn't he, do anything. He did nothing. He, well, he uh, showed him around. Then he got sick. So like, then left. It's like he what got sick. It's like, yeah, oh, he vomited. It's like, well, th show me. Show me the pavement pizza. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, love this coming out of Claudia Black's mouth for once. And he's like, you want to see the vomit? Just show me. Just show me where it is. 
and so they uh, get to the conduit and they find you know the vomit the crawling up and around and shorting mm-hmm. everything out and uh, so they have to come up with a plan to get the defense screen back up so what they say what they figured out to do is Crichton says okay well then what we'll do is we'll leapfrog the power from here to somewhere else to another uh, section which isn't being damaged we'll mm-hmm. just reroute the power and then try and get the defense screen back up but because we're going to reroute the power we have to take it offline first yeah and we also need some uh, on another side they get some they need some sort of alkaline solution to counteract the acidity of the stuff that's crawling up the conduits yeah so uh, Rigel Crichton reckons oh I wager Zan has some in her apothecary and <laughs> and uh, Chiana Dago is like are you sure this is going to work <laughs> And uh, Crichton, uh, Aaron is like, no, I have no idea. I'm making this up as I go along, but let's just do it. <laughs> exactly. It's like, no, you got a better idea? Didn't think so. Let's go. And so <laughs> they able to get this. So they get the uh, alkaline solution. They get ready to bypass the power mm-hmm. and communicating with Dargo pilot to make it all work. And so that. So they shut down the defense screen, and once the defense screen shuts down, the halogens are like, ah, fire! Get ready and to fire. Quickly set the defense screen up again. The alkaline solution is poured down into that, uh, onto that ooze, clearly disabling it. And then they fire, it, the, but the defense screen comes up just in time. It hits the defense screen, and... Everybody switches again! Woo! Change places! <laughs> <laughs> There's another, like like some sort of energy being sucked out of one person and put into the other and the just that all happens so now then... <laughs> yeah now we have uh Crichton in Rigel's body yeah Aaron in Crichton's body yeah Rigel in Aaron's body uh Pilot is in Dargo's body Dargo is in Chiana's body and Chiana is in Pilot's body yeah I, I love clear? good I love <laughs> nope perfect <laughs> not at all I love that the first thing uh Rigel Aaron says is Yachts! <laughs> Yachts! Oh, it's not worked again. And um, Aaron in, in Crichton's body says, like, I'm Aaron. Uh, who's Crichton? And <laughs> Crichton's body says, like, it's me. Hi. <laughs> God, okay, as if that wasn't bad enough, and now everybody switched again. Yep. That's, that's why I went for the double uh, meaning, so we can use it again, keep using it here. Yeah. Double wording. <laughs> and uh, actually, there's a. There's, so that's caused a whole bunch more problems in that Chiana has no idea what she's doing in Pilot's no. body. And so Moya's gone a bit haywire again. And Pilot in Dargo's body, actually Dargo's body's passed out. Yeah, because not, let's not be honest, up. Dargo's body isn't the smartest. So <laughs> it can't handle all that brain power. It's been the shock from it, yeah. And I love Dargo Chiana in this one because, again, Gigi actually knocks it out of the park with mm. being like, John, get out here! Again, that rough, low voice. Yeah, yeah. That screaming uh, <laughs> fury. It's just so good. It's really good. And the way she contorts her face also mm. is also very different. Yeah, and as as pilot, she did the um, sort of like the tilting head movements. Not mm-hmm. the same way that Chiana does, which is, you know, bobbing back and forth. But mm-hmm. just like the very, you know, clinical it's... movements and just like, yes, and tilting yeah, a little exactly, bit back and yeah. forth. And that lighter voice. It's just, it's a really good job from everyone. But uh, back on the Halogen ship, Tax like, okay, we shot them twice, didn't work. I will ram Moya. Yeah. Zan's like, no, okay, he's failed twice. You have to stop him. And so 
<laughs> Yoz is able to you know, knock him out. <laughs> grabs. Mm-hmm. Like, just knock got... him out. She knocks him out and then just uses her beak to fucking sever his. Just crushes uh, windpipe and. He's dead. Yep. And it's like, okay, great, that's fine. Continue ramming course. Damn it. No. So Yoz is like, if I kill Moya, then I get to evolve even more. It's like, God damn it. Ah, crap. <laughs> and so, yeah, they're going to ram Moya. Back on Moya, pilot, oh, Aaron, no. Oh, God, no, it's all gone wrong. Chiana <laughs> no. pilot is you know, trying to take control of Moya. Moya wants the starburst to get out of there, to get yeah. out of the way. And they're like, no, 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 no. Make sure, she, whatever you do, make sure she doesn't do that. Because if they starburst, they won't be able to get the bodies back from this weird interaction that's happening. No. And it's like, I, I can't, I have to take control. So she's trying to take control of Moya. Again, beautiful, great with the voice because it's higher and more um, panicky. Yeah, and actually the movement of... Uh, pilot is different. Pilot's puppet. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's it's, it's much more uh, frantic, and there's a lot more bobbing back and forth, oh, just like Chiana. With it wasn't very noticeable when Dargo was in Pilot's body because Dargo doesn't. Ne- it's physically actually not that no. Different. There were a few noted things. It was mostly in the face with a lot more scowling and angry mm-hmm. uh, eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was very true. Yeah. Facial expressions were different. Uh, but with with Chiana in Pilot's body, it's much more frantic, bobbing back and forth, wide-eyed, like freaking out. Which mm-hmm. just props to everybody. That was that's actually yeah. really really that's, great. That's what I really like about this episode. All mm. the acting, aside from one character, we'll get that at the end. We'll get to that. Uh, yeah. So they're on a ramming course. Chana's trying to stop them from starbursting. So back on the Halogen ship, Zan is like, no, we have to stop them. She's chained up with one hand. Mm-hmm. And she looks at her hand and it's like, oh, she you know, makes a decision and just concentrates and sort of yells out. And her hand actually withers. Yeah. It like, like just shrinks and withers. Basically, she, it's, it's like she pulls all the nutrients and everything away from that part of the hand and yeah. it just shrivels like a leaf. Mm-hmm. And Very just quickly. Gets, and then just drops out of the manacle and she uh, just knocks out Yaz and tries to steer the uh, ship around Moya. Mm-hmm. And it's clearly caused her pain. I'm like, mm. oh, I see why you didn't want to do this in the first place. Yeah, it's not, uh, <laughs> it's not an easy thing to do. No. And so, oh, actually, small thing in this scene. Okay. <laughs> Zan contacts uh, Moya. and So Chana's been able to stop Moya from starbursting. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm getting... Uh, transmission. I I think it's from Zan. And John says, "Can you put it on the clamshell?" Yeah, yeah. They've been using that before. Yes, As, they, that's when they, I noticed. They keep using that one. That's when I noticed. I was like, "Right, yes, that is what it's called." I was. It's actually, they have actually used that term. I think oh, one or they? two weeks ago. Aaron oh, actually. Oh, I missed it. that. Okay, I must have missed that. But I was like, okay, it's it's double extra confirmed. Yes, <laughs> the clamshell. It's a clamshell. So they put uh, Zan on. And you've got, okay, so you've got Crichton, Rigel. Actually, actually, there's Wait. one thing before we go into this scene that we need to establish from last scene is that they figured out what's happening. Oh yeah, right, yeah. Because as they're checking, uh, Jana says, "Oh, the the shields were at sixty-two percent." They realize like that's the exact same percentage as the first time we were shot. Yep. So I'm like, "Wait a second, maybe it's the interaction of the technology." So John. Rigel says, uh, okay, well, basically we charged it up to 
and we get shot again. That should that uh, we, we stand in the same spot and we get shot again. And then somebody says like, "Do you think that'll work?" Okay. No idea. <laughs> Do you have another plan? Nope. But it might just nope. kill us. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's best they got. The best shot they've got, and <laughs> and so they when Zan gets on the comms, you've got Crichton Rigel telling her to, "Okay, I need you to shoot us again." And so you've got Crichton Rigel, uh, Aaron Crichton, and Rigel, Aaron, Aaron. Uh, yeah. all sitting around talking to Zan, and so. Crichton in Rigel's body is trying to convince Zan to do this, and she's like, what matters is this? Shut up, Rigel. <laughs> and, and I love that at this point, <laughs> Rigel Aaron's like, see, this is what I've been saying all, the lo- all this time. You people don't listen to me. It's always me. You always say that's, uh, uh, that I'm paranoid, but it's clear that it's because, of, because it's me and I was listening. I was like, what are you... Zan, who hasn't been cued in on any of this, is like, what are you talking about, Aaron? What oh, shut is you, this? blue bitch! <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, to ask Crichton, ask Aaron in Crichton's body, but it's like he wants to hear it from from me. From and me. I love, it. I love the fingers. Like, it's like that's exactly hand. that's ex- no, no, it's a finger. Oh yeah, that's exactly how Aaron would do it. Me, yeah, <laughs> but like points towards uh, his chest with the finger. Yeah, like me. Um, so yeah, she won't do it unless uh, <laughs> unless Crichton suggests it. Okay, and mm-hmm. um, so he's like, "Yes, no." You, we, so Aaron in Crichton's body is saying, "Yes, no. We need you to fire again. Just trust me on this." And so, are you sure? Uh, I'm not sure about this. And <laughs> I love this to convince Zan. I guess to convince Zan that Crichton is, you know, himself. Mm-hmm. She Aaron <laughs> gives like a thumbs up. And like, the, forced, the forced smile is like, yeah, like, that's that's Aaron's forced smile. Don't worry, it'll be yeah. it'll be okay. Thumbs up. <laughs> And she's like, um, all right, fine. And well, while they're deliberating about this, uh, Rachel and Spider's like, just shoot the gun, you blue bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, she's able to, they're able to convince her to do it. She powers up the weapon. They power up the defense screen and they make sure that everybody is staying, standing in the exact yeah. same positions they were Which the first Rachel time. Rachel is slightly confused about, are you sure? Is this where we're standing? Here? Is this over there? I don't know. Just stand there, Rachel. And actually... It's in pilots then that they're having the hardest time actually, because yeah. Dargo in Chiana's body isn't able to get pilot in Dargo's body back to the right spot. Yeah, because he's still passed out, and mm-hmm. yeah, Chiana's not basically not strong enough to lift Dargo up because Dargo's a big guy. Yep, Chiana, Chiana's body, Dargo's. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. And but they're just able to do it, and I think actually pilot kind of comes to a little yeah. bit just enough to get into the right place. Which is impressive because he shouldn't be able to walk. Yeah, and impressive. He like manages to fling himself to the other mm. side of the room. Yep. And uh, as he's on that position, G- uh, Dargo Chiana quickly goes up onto the console because that's where Chiana was sitting. And the shot fires. The ship gets hit again. There's again the splash. You see, we see the effects of all the body switching. Yep. And then the body of John falls to the ground, and we hear ah, yachts, yachts. I'll be crawling back to my, uh, to my v- v- royal chambers, and, and you see Aaron slightly distressed. It's like it's a, what? What? It's a joke, Aaron. I'm back. It's like, and, the, and then she just you bastard. bastard, and just jumps on top of him, and they're laughing and smiling. It's great, and 
It's like, yeah, we're back. Woo! And like, they're awfully close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody. So also yeah. To them being. <laughs> and then in Pilot's Den, everybody's back where they were, and everybody's back to normal. Everybody's in the right body. And yep. And there's a bit of a sad thing that Rydell's like, oh, I'm I'm back too, by the way, in case anybody was cared. Back to being ignored. <laughs> it's like, mm. yes, Rachel. If you stop trying trying to blow up the ship yeah. or selling everybody else out, That's people might start to listen. To you. <laughs> That's the thing. I would I would feel bad for Rachel if he hadn't done all of that shit. Yeah, I would feel bad for Rachel if he wasn't a complete ass. <laughs> yeah, very true. Uh, so. Yeah, everyone is fine. Everything's back to normal. Everything's okay. And yeah. There we go. <laughs> so, but it doesn't end there. There's a few more scenes. So we have yeah. Zan back on Moya now. She's got her arm in a sling, mm-hmm. and they're all sat around the table. Uh, and she's clearly been filled in on what's happened. Yeah. And you know, back on their own bodies. And oh, actually, pilot, yeah, pilot is asking Zan about Talon, and it's like, how big is he? How how's how's he doing? He says, you know, he's grown, he's not as big as Moya. Um, and he's like, ah, oh, that's... And he says, perhaps we can take solace in the fact that Krace didn't, you know, didn't shoot first. Yeah. Like, Maybe you know, he might surprise us all, Sam says. Hmm. <laughs> Seeing belie- is believing in this case. I mean, we had... I know that he... At the end of season one, he did kind of have a little bit of a turnaround. Mm, but then he, then he just went off on his own again, so who knows? But Pilot wants to relay all his experiences to Moya, because Moya actually really wants to know what happened while he was what, away. Yeah, what it was like. Being in, yeah, Chiana's body. I don't know if you have much to talk about being in uh, Dargo's body. <laughs> it's like, I, I was asleep for most of that. And, yeah. <laughs> interesting experience, sleep. It's an interesting experience, oh, Yeah, I wonder if I actually... Yeah, I guess Pilot never sleeps. No. Huh, I never thought about that. Huh, interesting. It's like, yes, it was weird. I was unconscious. I don't like, never experienced it's, that before. It's like not thinking, <laughs> but not being dead, I guess. Yeah, weird. weird. And uh, actually, Rigel asks um, Zan about her arm and says, you know, is it going to get better? And she says, well, I've restarted the nutrient flow, so it should, but the, it might. there's a chance it might be permanently damaged. Yeah, if I recover it, I need to do it slowly. Hmm. So be busted for a little while. And so she uh, heads off to go meditate, I think. And then we have Dargo and Chiana. Oh, oh. God, this scene. <laughs> and Dargo swiftly proceeds to put his foot in his mouth. This is great. He's actually kind of a bit awkward about this whole thing. He says, yeah. what did you d- uh, do with my tentacles? They they feel they feel different. <laughs> they feel sore. I'm like, oh boy. And she's like, I nothing. I didn't, I didn't do anything. And she, he's like, I, I just want to let you know I, I, I enjoyed being inside you. It's like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, Dargo. Yes, Dargo. Yes, yes. Dargo turns into a 60-year-old awkward schoolboy all, t- all of a sudden. Just all the tact of a brick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like I oh, oh, oh. and Chiana's I, I like, smiling at this. It's like clearly enjoying him being really awkward about it. This is like you enjoy my body. Mm? I, what I'm, I'm saying is I, I I like I like your body, Chiana. And she's like, oh, I like yours too. And they're like, oh, he's just I love him being super awkward about yeah, something. Yeah, it's so much fun to see Dargo in that position I, for once. I, I'll say this again, like I love that Dargo 
is not just it could very Dago could very easily have been as a character the stock uh angry warrior race guy who's just mm -hmm. gruff and angry all the time like yeah. you see that everywhere like let's take a couple of examples uh, obviously, I've talked about it, like comparing him to Worf before. Yeah, Worf, um, Teal, Teal from although the, I Star will Trek. admit that Teal okay. is slightly more nuanced. Than yeah, that. exactly. Um, I think Ronan Dex from Star Trek oh, Atlantis, God, yes. yeah, is way worse. And there's, you know, there's that's that's a very big trope. But I love that he has much more. He he's not like that. He has much more personality. He actually gets <laughs> awkward about things. He's sensitive. He's cries. Like I said. Dargo's is a very emotional character, and that means he experiences all emotions yes. more heavily. Mm, yeah. Not just rage, but also sadness is very hard on him, and mm. joy is actually, it, it, it doesn't happen often, but when he's happy, he's incredibly happy. Yeah, it's, and I, I love that about Dargo, so seeing him being like the awkward guy, it doesn't feel, what's, what that means is actually that doesn't feel forced, and actually it, it totally works. <laughs> Yeah, we um, never seen this, but I can imagine yeah. this scenario being special. <laughs> yeah, and so they're like, "Oh, you like my body?" And they both get up and leave, and sort of Chiana looks back, and Dargo's following her. They're gonna have sex. <laughs> they're, gonna, <laughs> they're gonna do it. <laughs> it's very clear that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, that's that's, that's super and, clear. And even I think it's either Aaron or John who notices them leaving. It's like, well, they're adjusting well. Yeah, no, there's adjust. Aaron because they're sat down on the corridor outside. And, so, and then the two of them are looking at each other and it's like... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so John says, yeah, well, you know what they say? You have to walk a mile in someone's shoes to understand them. And Aaron's like, well, I certainly know what you were doing when you were in my... <laughs> my body. Yeah, and he's like, oh, come on, give me a break. And Aaron's like, no, no, it's fine. You were fine. inside my body. I was inside your pants. And just walking away, and he's like, what? And she turns around, like, gives him this great look back, and sort of, like, biting her lip. is like, hmm? What? <laughs> hmm? <laughs> and then John's like, why you? Gets up, cuts the credits. <laughs> I love that smash cut. It's just like, come yeah. here, you, and wham. <laughs> it's great. Okay. It's like, of course she did. That's... <laughs> Payback's a bitch, John. That's what you get. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> All right, so oh, and that yeah, that that cut to tight the end credits is great, and that's where the episode ends. So uh, that was a that episode was a ton of fun. Oh, uh, I some fun because <laughs> you have these body swap episodes, and most of the time, <clears throat> what happens is that people are very awkward. Yeah. And I like that that wasn't the case with most of this. People were having different experiences. People were having fun with yeah. the fact that, that people were in different bodies. Mm -hmm. um, like we learned a little bit about how pilot sees the others. It, just, it was fun. I, just a really <laughs> good, fun episode. Yeah, and I, again, we, uh, at least with most of the episodes that are kind of fun and or one-offs, they not entirely devoid of character development yep. like like obviously you develop Chiana and Dargo's relationship mm -hmm. and we get an insight into Pilot and Rigel's um, well where the, their position of where they are yeah. and how they feel about others what their goals are yeah Rigel we find out you know Rigel's motivation Rigel feels like he gets left out of the decision making mm -hmm. Pilot feels like you know he doesn't have memories of love and friendship like he, amidst all this silliness, we do actually get some character development, which is exactly. which is great. 
that's a great thing to see and that's one of Farscape's strengths is that even when it's being silly it's it's not f ignoring all that other stuff it, find, it <laughs> finds ways amidst the silliness or actually through the silliness to tell us things about these people yeah and 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 while taking those things seriously because mm -hmm. uh, uh, Terry Pratchett said this but like the opposite of funny is not serious no the opposite of funny is not funny so you exactly. can absolutely be funny and serious at the same time totally and so that's what they managed to do in this episode at, at certain points but like this is just like a great great fun episode to watch definitely so it's just like oh, I, I'm just gonna give it a four out of five uh, like, yeah so because because it's incredibly fun there's nothing in here that I'm like that that was done badly the only thing I think is that the actor who plays Rigel had a tough time mm. Emulating the other two characters, but it might be because of one, the puppet, and two, what he already needs to do with his voice to get to Rigel. Yeah, and I, I think actually, I think I'm remembering this rightly, but Jonathan Hardy's regular speaking voice is not too different from Rigel. Okay. So he's not putting on a bunch of extra stuff to do uh, Rigel. Yeah, um, okay, because I, I felt that that was, of all the performances, the weakest link. <clears throat> it's still good. You it's can still, still fine, yeah. clearly see the difference between the three characters he plays in this. I think he does a better job of um, playing Crichton in Rigel's body than he did of Aaron. Yeah. But that's, I, I think that's because of what we talked about, about Aaron being more nuanced character -wise. Yeah, and I feel that uh, Ben <clears throat> Browder plays Aaron better, but that's probably because he has a lot more body language to work with. Yeah, and it's mostly in how she move, how she moves that he emulates. A yep. little bit about the talking, but mostly the way the way she moves. I think I, I I'm trying to think who I would give the standout performance. It's probably I want to say, like okay, so uh, it's uh, either Ben Browder or I, Claudia Black. I think it's Claudia Black as Crichton. Claudia Black doing Crichton is just uh, great for the enjoy, whole episode. I I enjoyed Crichton doing. Oh, Crichton and Ri oh Rigel. yeah, Crichton as Rigel. Yeah, they're both yeah. really good. Ben Browder's Rigel was very, very <laughs> fun. I yeah. And I think it's, I, I think I'm gonna. I'm, mine's gonna go to Ben Browder. All right. Okay. One. I mean, everybody did a pretty good yes. job this episode. Yes. I, I'm, I, it's a shame Zan didn't get more to do. Um, no, but, but I mean, like it, I said, with a crew of seven, at some point you're gonna have to make those choices. That's fair. Yeah. Um. So you reckon four out of five? Not gonna yeah. give it top marks? No, I'm, no, 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 no. It's. Like, there's some good good little character developments. It's a very fun episode. Mm. It has a lot of fun with itself. And I'm like, it's not an incredible standout. It's a very good, decent episode. But I, I don't, I've, I've, yeah, I don't know. Giving it a three out of five. No, I, I've, I feel, I mean, I feel fine giving it a four out of five. Like, mm -hmm. I don't feel any um, problems with that. Because out of everything we've watched, it's like, this is the most fun I've had watching Farscape. Yes, very like, much. And I've got to give it points for that. So I would say, yeah, four out of five is, is fine. For the fun factor, it gets an easily a point. Absolutely. So yeah, there we go. That was out of their minds. That was that was that was really great. That was really yeah. really fun and fun romp. Um, and also like this was I mentioned this at the beginning of the uh, podcast, but uh, this was originally planned or has been germinating since season one. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think, as they said, the directors said that actually. It didn't. It wouldn't have worked in season one because we were still getting to know everybody. Yeah, only, you can't yeah. do this too early, otherwise you don't know the characters well enough. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And now we know the characters. We understand them. We've been through loads with them. You know that by now. So mm -hmm. it's 
yeah, you can switch everybody around and do all of this stuff. It's yeah, it's great. Yep. So yeah, definitely the right choice to hold off until season two. So there you go. All right. So yeah, that was uh, out of their minds, and we'll be back next week with episode ten, which is my three Crichtons. <laughs> yes. This one. Mm, should I give you a quick uh, quick summary? Let's do that. Sure. Okay. So. Yeah, actually, this happens like in the first five minutes, so it's not a spoiler. A strange energy ball enters Moya and engulfs John. Good start. Crichton emerges. Okay. I have a feeling you might you might not. <laughs> okay, I'll just go for it. Crichton emerges, followed by a Neanderthal-like version of himself and another version that appears to be a future evolved human. Okay. And things go from there. <laughs> You have my attention. <laughs> this, this is bound to be fun. It's bound to be fun. I'm, oh, I'm worried that we're going to get into um, evolutionary goals again, like we oh. did with... Um, oh, like with, oh. Like I back in um, DNA Mad Scientist. We'll see. We'll see. Well, totally depends on how they frame this. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But that will be next week. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you then. So thanks for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed... Yeah, so we certainly had a lot of fun with this one. This one was mm-hmm. this one's great. <laughs> um, I will say that I'm I again I'm I'm enjoying these episodes, but I, come on, there's there's a main plot thread we got to get back to yeah, at some point. It's, it's about time we go back to that. <laughs> I really hope they do that in the next so, few episodes. I, I mean, I don't think it's time. happening next episode because no. of that. But uh, hopefully, after that, we'll get back to it. Um, but yeah, that. But we'll see. That'll be for a future podcast to worry about. <laughs> yep. And so, uh, in the meantime, you can uh, find us on social media. Find us on Twitter. I'm at Hats. Red is at Vodolkin in Tree. Yes. And you can go to CarwarHats.co.uk for all of my projects, including previous episodes of this podcast, all of which is supported by the Hats Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Hats. So, uh, yeah. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Goodbye Mm -hmm. for now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, Okay, there's a problem with the Skype call, Red. Um, Yeah, it's not coming. Hang on, I'm just going to try a few things here. Oh, ah, ah, oh, Wait, what am I doing over here? That's not... Oh, crap. Why do why do I have, suddenly have the, the urge to eat tulips? I... Oh, my God. Oh, no, we flipped. Oh, man, does this mean I have to do the editing now? Oh, really? Oh, sweet. God damn it, Hats. I'm terrible at this. I might cut it at exactly the wrong...